Hello and welcome to the knock on Casey Lawrence Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Good evening, gentlemen. James Blanchfield, Tom Cardy, and uh, Paddy Brown. How are you? All well, Stephen. All good, Stephen. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're up and Great. running anyway. Great. Yeah, the seasons are good. It's the World Cup, we don't really want to talk about anymore. It's not really interesting. Um, <laughs> there's plenty happening on the local front anyway. We'll talk about all that. I'm sure we'll have a mention of New Zealand and South Africa and all the other business that's going on with the World Cup. Uh, over the last while, of course, Johnny Sexton and uh, Keith Earls have stepped aside from professional rugby as well. And Peter O'Mahony's thinking about it. And anyway, there's lots of stuff, uh, different things going on. Um, Tom, we're going to start with you and Carlo. We're going to go back to last weekend. He had a good win over De La Salle. Um, and you're, there's uh, no Lenser League matches on this weekend, but you do have uh, friendly. Yep. Uh... Uh, I suppose I'll start, start with the De La Salle match. We've no seconds game. Uh, De La Salle hadn't got seconds, so um, that game was forfeited. Um, yeah, we got the win. That's the number one priority for us, and that was our goal, is, is to get uh, to get the home win. Um, we had a shaky enough start. Um, didn't play particularly well in the, in, in, in the first half. Um Lineouts weren't great. Uh, De La Salle turned us over a few times in the lineouts. Just, just what happened one of them days, and um, just jumpers, not lifters and jumpers, not just getting their timings right. Um, small little details like that. Uh, we played uh, like we we had an awful lot of the ball. Like we probably could have scored more. Probably could have could have scored more in in the first half, but um, weren't as accurate as we as we'd like to be. Um, De La Salle, De La Salle were they were actually stronger. We like we we're never going to take them for granted. I mean, you can't judge by the results. They they had two the two losses with losing bonus points. Um, they were coming down with uh, if they lost, they were going to lose four in the trot, which would be a massive thing for them. You know, any well any team uh, to have four losses in a row wouldn't be wouldn't be good. So. We knew that they were going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at us and um, their number eight uh, causes a fair bit of problems. Yeah, he's an island. Or just, um, his name is going out of my head at the moment. Paulie um, Tolafula. Paulie, that's it. Paulie causes... Yeah, he's Mr. Junior he's a big, big... Look, he, he's trimmed up an awful lot on what he was last season. I saw him playing for the Leinster Juniors last year. Um yeah, probably got twenty minutes out of him at the Leinster Juniors and caused havoc just because of it. He, as he as he comes into contact, you know, dips and hits really, really hard. The same as each tackle is a lined up tackle. So there's a couple of lads that were fairly sore, <laughs> sore after the game from. Um, but no, like we got uh, got a couple of really nice, got a nice try. Second half, we got a got a mall try, a mall try, which was superb. Got the line outs working again, got a mall try. Um a couple of players played really, really well. Richie White again. I have to have to mention Richie's having having one of those seasons. Um you know, so got got our first try, set up another try. Um uh, who else we had, Scott Neal had a phenomenal game in the pack, just just dogged 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 work. Uh, Johnny Murphy again. Um you know, we got a couple of scrum penalties to give one away, one ourselves, just kind of, you know, one of those things when you're not set properly and you just kind of switch off for a minute and uh, they got one against us. But 
I think we had t- two scrum penalties in the game, so scrums were everything kind of worked well. It, it, you know, we probably could have scored, as I said, we could have scored more, played, been a little bit more accurate. Um, like we got our bonus point try literally in uh, last last play of the game. Uh, it was a lovely little chip through from Richie, and um, he he caught it himself and passed it out to wing. Johnny Crosley scored on the post. Like that gave us a bonus point. Um, you know, it's something we were kind of struggling a bit last year. We didn't get we didn't get that. We didn't get those last you know those, those last tries to get get a bonus point, but we got the bonus point out of it. So look, we're building well. Happy, like happy enough. The whole squad is training well. We're disappointed not to have the seconds game because it, it was a lot of players that are pushing. They're kind of pushing for first, but we didn't. We didn't get a chance to really get a, get a look at them because of the not, uh, not having the seconds. Um, uh, but they're training. Tra- like training is good. There's nearly forty. There's between thirteen, thirty plus to forty. Training every night, and uh, even this weekend with, with the or even Tuesday night, we had a really really good turnout. Considering that uh, you know the first time playing this weekend, now we're going to Port Leach tonight with the um, with all the squad players who didn't really didn't play on Sunday. Um, we wanted to have a look at a few guys who haven't had haven't had that opportunity as I say last weekend. Um, so we're going to, in fairness to Port Leach. They were. We looked around for friendly kind of teams that we had. We weren't going to play in the league, and uh, Portlaoise agreed to play. So we're really thankful for them to give us an opportunity to get game time under our belt for the seconds. Um, and also, as I say, like there's a couple of guys, um, I kind of coming back from injuries and and that. Now, yeah, we probably lost. We lost our captain Dan. Dan was got knocked out. Uh, Met our number eight. Met the met the number eight. Uh, being honest, if he hadn't put the tackle in, it would have been a try under the post. But uh, we're not going to have him for Dundalk next week, which is a massive loss. Um, but that's why again we need to look at the players coming through from coming through from the from the J twos because, as I say, there's a few players there knocking on the door. And uh, good thing this year's there's there's actually real competition for play, for certain places. I think I think last se- over the last couple of seasons we might have been complacent in a few positions and and now there's there's lads there chomping at the bit to get in there and uh, which is which is good and, and the coaches are giving them an opportunity. Um, a couple of guys there got opportunities um, at the weekend. Liam Slater was playing uh, out half of the seconds. Uh, Liam got an opportunity. Um, and gave a fantastic pass for Ben to go in the corner for a, a really really good try. So like the there is that positivity in the in kind of in the camp, as you want to say it. Um, there's not a whole lot we're to kind of have a down to first to have a downtime this weekend and enjoy a few pints off with the match and uh, we have they have a stag as well, so they can go out and have a blowout, which which everyone needs because you know they've been putting the work in there, and uh, we'll kind of look forward to getting back on the saddle then on Tuesday. And start building then for for Dundalk. Um, that's really often card of youth youth games. Crossley's Crossley's outlet must have done some balling on the sideline when he went in for the bonus point try. I have to yeah, I have to say Alex Crossley came was playing and he 
we threw him in scrum half. We were short scrum half. At, uh, we're missing kind of. We actually had all the scrum halves. There were two scrum halves were playing on the three scrum halves were actually on the for on the J ones, uh, for one of our first games. And Al and uh, Johnny went in. Johnny went in. Um, went in scrum half and played played outstanding, and That's really tough. has got into it. But he had nuts absolutely phenomenal. He got man of the match on on Sunday. You know, first like for. A small man, he has just so much go and brings something. He brings something different because he's full of energy. He's one of these guys comes onto a pitch with a smile on his face and just brings positivity. Doesn't matter what what's happening around him, he, he tends to bring on lads. You know, um, as I say, like he's not the biggest man in the world, but Jesus, he he really puts in in some effort in the game. And and like without him, he got he got a got that fantastic try at the end to you know to give us that bonus point and. Yeah, his dad was shouting and a bit. I'd say he was a bit disappointed. England lost afterwards, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has to take he's one the, one win. He's probably the best known supporter in Leinster Junior Rugby. I'd say everybody knows him. <laughs> well, well, well the Leinster Juniors are are are, are shouting out, "Keep it up, Leinster!" Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. Carlos. Look, it's ah, uh, uh, look, it's a good weekend. The the youths. Had reasonable some good results. The 18s last day missing, they were just missing a couple of the actual 18s and got bullied a bit by Gory. But uh, they're training well, have good, have really good numbers. And the rest of these teams did well. The I have to say, the our Tullo Carlo Rhinos are the 16s. Jesus just blasted uh, Greystones out of it in the league this weekend. Uh, they're unbeaten this season. Um, I coached them last night. For Kira was away last night, and I coached them. And their their skill levels and uh, just just the way they even train are, is just phenomenal. That's that is a series series team of girls. Um, like I've I've coached boys teams who don't have the who don't have the ball skills that they have at that level. You know, unbelievable. That's often Carlo. Lovely. Um, should we move on to Tolo and uh, Paddy? Paddy, Tolo were flying it, but uh, they're starting to feel a bit of pressure, I suppose, uh, in Division 1A. Um, they lost Ashburn there. It was only by a point now uh, last weekend, but still um, not a nice one. Yeah, it was a bad one to lose, all right. We've had two wins now and two losses, and this one hurt a bit, all right, because uh, we, we, were, we were 28 12 up and had the bonus point by half time and went long to lose it by 29-28. So the second half went really against us. We had the four tries in the first half. Um, two tries from Aka, who's playing out of his skin at the moment. Sean O'Brien had a try from number six. And Philip Byrne had a try. And it looked all looked very well at half time. And then in the second half, we had a man sent off. And I suppose it was a bit of a factor. But whatever it was anyway, the, the, the foot was taken off the pedal. And, and, and Ashburn, it was a way to Ashburn, all right, it was an away match. And I suppose before the game, we might have been happy to get two points on the road. But uh, the way the game went, not happy, you know, it was a game we, we left behind us. Uh, and even as it was, we had a penalty to win it in the end and barely missed it. So it looks like, it feels like one that got away, all right, Stephen. But um, so be it, that was it. We had a good old support up there. And um, I suppose... In uh, when the things settled down, we were happy enough to get two points. So, as it stands now, we're Monkstown and Sea Point seem to be the two teams that are pulling away a little bit from the rest. We're kind of mid table, 
along with Ashburn and Bechtel on 13 points each, and then Wicklow and six, Etonians and six, and Gordies, who were very strong for the last few years, have only got two points so far. So it's, I don't know what's happened in Gorey, but that's the, uh, it's, a, it's a strange one. And Monkstown and Seapoint seem to be the two teams that are are, are the, the ones to catch at the moment anyway. And our next match is at home to Seapoint, so that'll, next on Saturday week, so that'll, that'll be a, a tester. Uh, the good news from that day was that our seconds were out and won. And I was interested in hearing what Tom was saying about the seconds, because we've generally struggled at this time of year to get out a seconds team and to get out one last week and to uh, beat a fairly strong Ashburn seconds team by 1910 was something we were very pleased with. And the more, as what Tom said, we have the team that won the seconds cup last year had a mixture of old fellas and young fellas. This team, all young fellas, the average age of 20, and there's nobody, I think, over over 23 on it. So that's that's good. It's great to have those lads um, eager, and it means also that there's good numbers out training. So that that uh, incre- increased the, the humour a little bit. And then, of course, the ladies uh, certainly cheered us all up afterwards because they were playing one of the strong teams, Railway Union. And seven tries, and they won 35-17. And I think it's the first time they've beaten Railway Union away in, in over 10 years. Um, so all's going well in that particular front because, you know, they say Railway Union are one of the the, the forces. And uh, huge numbers out training with the ladies, I think, with 25 and the, the field that day, or 23, and 32 out training one or two nights. So it's uh, we've, we've got a good few extra girls this year, so we're, we're happy with that. So that's the, the, the rundown, Stephen, on the seniors. And uh, while we two wins, I suppose, the, the, the first uh, were, the, were the big disappointment, given the way the game went. So um, the juniors then, and Tom referred to the, the juniors, we had a great weekend with the juniors. They were all the Leinster League started. And our 13, in, on the boys' side of it, our 13s, 14s, 15s, 16s, and 18s all had very good wins. So the, certainly the the underage situation is, is very very healthy there at the moment. As Tom said, the rhinos, uh, the, the 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 under 14 rhinos had a great win against Dundalk. The under 16 rhinos, they got a walkover from St Mary's. So um, yeah, that's all 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 very positive at the junior end and numbers are huge all around and I think Eddie Horkin was telling me that I think Leinster Rugby published numbers lately and we're third I think in the number of players playing in the south in the southeast region or in the hot region is because the Greystones are number one Wicked number two and Tulla number three so anyway I don't know what region that is whether it's South Leinster or what but uh, uh, the numbers are very good all around and that's 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 a that's a big positive so just off the field then um we spoke a lot the last day about about Connor and uh, a lot of the lads are starting in November, um, for, for, as another part of remembering Connor, and the money will go to local uh, services, and just to acknowledge all our neighbouring clubs for the for the nice uh, gestures they had uh, in their matches, uh, forming up figure eights, etc. Dropping down the number eight jerseys and things like that. Yeah. So that's that's still a big issue in the club or a big sadness in the club. And but we appreciate the gestures by all our our, our neighbours uh, to, to 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 help us remember Connor. So that's that's it, uh, Stephen. Um, 
a busy a busy weekend last weekend um and unfortunately the first just were short but the re- all the other games were went our way and we're very very happy with that uh, no match this coming weekend um either the girls or the boy the men and uh the the the, the saturday week then they're out against sea point lovely good stuff paddy uh james uh you had a good win over dundalk last yeah weekend. we had a great win a great win. It was look at I, I I will admit from now I wasn't at the match because I was supporting Thomas Town in the county final. So well done to everyone in Thomas Town for eventually putting us all out of our misery. Um we're back senior for the first time since since since, since I think nineteen ninety one, so uh, or nineteen eighty nine. So um I wasn't here for that, but um by all accounts it was it was how would you say a kind of an attritional game. It, it it wasn't a game for 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 the purest um 22, what was it, 22-15 we won, but it was tit for tat the whole way through. We were dealt a blow in the warm-up, um, Gary Dunn our captain had to pull up, um, kind of with a hamstring twinge, so that's our little reshuffle on, on the bench um, Wes Carter who was back in for his first, for his returning match, first game of the season um, was promoted from the bench up to start number 6 and then Johnny Young came into the squad there um to uh, to to I suppose take Wes's place on the bench and I suppose if you're looking for anyone to bring up to your first fifteen to start it's Wes Carter you know probably as I would say he's he's he the the guy's brain on the rugby pitch is worth three to five points any day be it in be it in in defence or attack so look it was great to have Wes back um, we were minus Brian Howe but so Conan Dunn came in and started at loose head instead of Brian and Rob Kelly Rob Kelly on loose head. Rob, Rob Kelly was on the tight side. Tyke Butler was back in second row. He was away the previous week. And uh, beside Jake Colbeck and then a back row of Lee McQuee, Dave O'Connor at eight. And then, as I said, Wes Carter. But I think one of the really shining shining lights of what's happening this year is seeing Lee McQuee. And I've mentioned it already. Lee McQuee getting a run of games in the first team. If anyone deserves it, it's him. He's just he's your quintessential number six. You put him in to do a job. You won't see him in the game doing anything spectacular because he's doing all of the all of the basics well you know it's catching pass carry support play is just what you need so uh, it's great to have Liam going well um, Tristan Leffers then kind of was in for his home debut at number 13 he's a Aussie that's come over to play for us and I think he probably had his best game with us since he arrived but Joe Manuel actually started on the bench but came on and Joe probably had his best performance for Kilkenny in the guts of 10 years he was immense um, but I suppose for us, a bit of a concern for us is that we're not securing enough of bonus points in games where they're there for the taking. Um, <clears throat> but the lads came back very well. Like they had a really disappointing loss to a tie the previous week. Um, a game where we just got an awful lot of things wrong. Our decision-making was wrong. Um, bad decisions in, 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 in the wrong parts of the pitch. Kind of chip, trying to chip the ball from inside our own 22 and two chips over the top to try and get in behind the tie from, from inside our own half. Mad things like that, where last Sunday the decision-making was a little bit better. It was low risk in the high-risk areas and I suppose higher risk in the in the, in the, in the try-scoring areas. So we're happy to get back to winning ways. I think we're second in the league. Um, Kildara are on top. Um, they're, I think we beat Kildara first day out. And they are, I think they're gone in an unbeaten run since. I think they're gone three three in a row now. We are gone, we, we, 
uh, three in a row since they since we beat them. So look, it's going to be an intriguing battle. Like Carlo are back in the mix now as well after a bonus point win. Not to say you're ever out of it, Tom, but after a bonus point win last weekend, I think you're up to third now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 the nature of the nature of the eight team league is that it's just going to remain competitive. De La Salle are probably out of the mix in, in, in 1B already from four losses in a row. So they're probably fighting for survival. So look, I think it's going to be an interesting an interesting couple of months in 1B until you can kind of see a pack separate. But um, certainly a tie are probably a team that I think need to be watched. I was really impressed with them up there two weeks ago. They got their balance of forwards play and backs play really good. There was With a tie... We know they have an electric back line and I was kind of going up to look at what their pack could do because I haven't seen them. But their pack really, really got their balance right. They knew when to release the ball. They knew when their backs, when their forwards had done enough to let the ball out of their backs. Um, the Leinster Junior 10, his name his name escapes me. Um, he actually started Miller, scrum Miller. half. Miller, yeah. Miller. He, started, he started scrum half and James Harris started out half have to say, Tom, you're right about James Harris. He is a talent to watch. He's going to go places in the game. He's he's a lovely rugby player. The nine. Um, yeah, yeah. He started he's out half a, against us. I have a... I think he is going to be gone. He may be gone. He has been looked at for, for the Irish under-20s. And also, right. I have a feeling that he is gone dual status as well with Nays. Right. He's a cracking rugby he, player. He opened us, the, as I said, like the first day he he opened us up as he scored four. Like he scored There's Jake four McDonald now just going yeah. in to do a bit of training. Jake <laughs> McDonald going in doing a bit of training. Say hello on the podcast, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that young lad is a bit of a star. He hasn't, I tell you, he isn't the best, he hasn't the best pass in the world, but it's, it's, his, it's the work. Smart. It's just smart and his work around the yeah. field. Like I've yeah. seen better, I've seen scrum halves with better passes. But his yeah. whole rounded game, his support play, his lines are running yeah. very Dupontish in his. Yeah, he's tracking. He's of, tracking the ball oh, carrier so the whole time. Really, so good. Because you had said it to me, you you had said it on the podcast a few weeks ago about him. I think he scored. Did he score three or four tries against G? Like four. I went up. I went up specifically to watch him, and the chap is just an athlete. The last guy I saw at that age who had the same kind of physique, the same sort of athleticism, was Connor Nash from 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 Navin. Now he's gone on to play Aussie rules, but that's the kind of category I put him into. I was really impressed by him, you know. Yeah. But um, but look at back to ourselves. Like our seconds up and up and up in a tie. Our seconds were thirty-two five down at half time. Um. Now, in fairness, a tie had a very strong seconds team out. I think they hauled five at half time to go sub for their firsts, and then in the second half we got it back. I think we ended up getting a bo- losing bonus point. We did end up getting a losing bonus point and two very dubious try, two tries very dubiously disallowed as well in the second half. But our seconds had a, cons- cons- a massive win here on Sunday against Dundalk. Um, so kind of that really kind of getting the seconds going. So um, look, we're hopeful. We'll, we'll remain hopeful. But as I said throughout, this is an unbelievably competitive league. And like we have tough games to come, like we have Carlo to come yet. Um, we still have Boyne to play, Longford to play, like so. There's a huge amount of rugby yet to play in the league, but um, I think uh, 
our ambition our ambition hasn't changed equally everybody else's ambition in the league hasn't changed so we're just going to have to fight and it's going to be survival of the fittest in one B I think this year um, youths like 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 I think the, like like Carlo youths are having a mixed bag there's some up and down up and down results like I mean it's very hard our under 13s are having a very tough time of it at the moment um, our our 18s under Gary Corcoran are kind of you know with 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 an Irish well with an Irish youth development player there and Daniel Ring and then Hugh Greeny Leinster youth hooker you know the foundation is there for for the under 18s just need to get a few things right GA is going to finish up now soon enough but I had a meeting with Tim Kiley last night Tim is the chairman of youth rugby and for the first time in many years Kilkenny are actually now feeling at under 13s 14s 15 16 17s and 18 and a half so that's a huge achievement for us to have kind of those five boys teams fielding but also the five or the, the underage girls teams feeding fielding as well we're we're actually running out of training space out here at the moment albeit there's been no training allowed on the pitch for the last number of weeks there's our groundsman over there Wayne Byrne he's marshalling the place with a with an iron fist at the moment and rightfully so to keep the to keep the pitches in good order, you know. And the girls, the women's team, look, at they're just ticking away. I don't think they had a game last weekend. I stand to be corrected on that. But they had a tough result against um, Tullamore Ashbourne. the previous weekend. So, against, or, yeah, Ashbourne, apologies, apologies. Um, so, look, at it's going to be we're a weekend off now. There's a Halloween party here in the club tomorrow night, fancy dress on Saturday night. So, everybody's invited to come out to that. The final, the World Cup final will be on the telly for all the interest that we'll have in it. But um, look at lots of positive things happen, as I say, and we just keep the foot on the foot on the gas and stay getting better every week. Good stuff, James. Yeah, and speaking of the World Cup final, of course, um, how are we thinking, lads? New Zealand, South Africa, or do we care anymore? <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to head because I have to go, but I'll probably eat me shorts tomorrow, but I'm going with New Zealand. By much? Going with New Zealand. So, I don't know what the lads are going to say. I'll leave that surprise and listen to it. I back you up, Tom. I think New Zealand, but not by a score. I think it's going to be a tight game, but um, I think, I think South Africa will probably burn under bridges. So, let's be honest, I want, I want New Zealand to win. Yeah, I think the, the things are pointing towards New Zealand with South Africa after having two very tight games yeah. and looked tired against England, I thought, whereas uh, New Zealand had uh, a very easy semi-final. Um, and, of course, the 7-1 <laughs> mix is very interesting again uh, from South Africa. And, you know, they're, they're going for the big the bomb squad again. And it's it's it has paid them off so far, but they haven't, they haven't had a back injury so that, that that could really backfire if they had a couple of injuries in the backs. But um, if it did not, you'd, you'd I, I nearly fancy them in the second in the to do what they did to England in the last twenty minutes. I think New Zealand strategy wise, of just more the more they can do against South Africa is a bit a bit too easy. As not to, that is too easy to read. It's just there's only one plan, and Ireland were able to pick that lock. Um, and I think New Zealand do probably even better in the World Cup <laughs> final. So. Yeah. As I said, coming come, come into the Ireland-New Zealand match, we saw we we saw with the New Zealand scrum half, like, I mean, they only need an inch and they're gone through a gap, you know, and the South Africans are so big and cumbersome and so tired after the last two games they've had. I, I think the Kiwis will exploit them at every opportunity. But, you know, you saw what happened with, with, with South Africa the weekend against England. England got a 
got a great head of steam and a really good score up against them and they just put their foot on the gas and they kind of they kind of constrict you into death like you know they just plug away and let the big lads off at you and 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 it, it's hard to recover from from their men are so big you know and their scrum is so so dominant um in the tight five they'll probably have New Zealand up in the yeah the, the front five in the scrum albeit I think New Zealand have two of the best second rows in the world one of them sitting on the bench in Whitelock and Retallick then and then Jody Barrett or Barrett Scott Barrett but I think in the backs the Kiwis will cut them open I think What do you reckon Paddy? Um, uh, my heart goes with New Zealand um, and a, 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 a huge call to drop Dane Coles but they are trying to match the the bomb squad in Akshay, Akshay, is not his name. He's the one that's doing all the damage. So um, I was reading there today about the, the difficult conversation uh, he had with, uh, with, with Dane Coles. Uh, similarly, uh, I'd say Razzi Erasmus had a difficult conversation with Manny Limuk. Uh, it's a terrible thing to do, I'd have to do to a chap and uh, to not even make the subs but uh, <clears throat> because he went for the 7-1. But um, I know, as I said, I think... Uh, Unless the seven-one backfires with a few injuries in the backs, I'd, I'd be afraid that South Africa will 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 start putting on the pressure in the in the last twenty. And um, it depends on how far ahead uh, New Zealand get, and they will go ahead, I'm sure. Which depend depending how far ahead they get, if they, if they get a nice margin up, the the bomb squad may not be able to do enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. The URC is back as well, lads. It was back last weekend. Some Munster and Leinster out this weekend, of course, as well. Just for something else for us to watch in the meantime until they get the internationals yeah. back, I suppose. Do you know what? It was great to see Joey Carberry have a good day at the office for Munster last weekend. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Leinster is a bit of trouble man, in the front row until they get their internationals back, aren't they? Yeah, but Keane Healy's gone now for the next six weeks, isn't he? Yeah, he's terrible yeah, last. Yeah, they, they have Alatoa back. For for tomorrow, but um, geez, the the young lads and they're great young lads, but they're just not mature enough yet for that level. No, no, absolutely interesting to look at a few players though and see how they get on. Because that's what yeah. it's all about. You sort of have that's to it. Of the year. lads. Thanks a million for joining us, Tom Crowley, James Blanchfield, Paddy Brown. Enjoy the weekend, the World Cup finals and all that. I know the clubs are quite this weekend, but uh, talk to you next week at the same time. I chat all things rugby. Thanks, Take it easy. Cheers, lads. Take Good care. Lads. Have a nice weekend.